live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. Set in a Chicago neighborhood, nearly a decade after an occupation by an extraterrestrial force, Captive State explores the lives on both sides of the conflict. Not really, did it? I uh, didn't. The collaborators know. and dissidents. Oh, okay, those oh, sides. Yeah, okay, yeah, but it didn't right. really explore the extraterrestrial side of things. No, it didn't. And and may I think I, I would have preferred that. May- <laughs> <laughs> I would have rather seen their side of things. It might have been more interesting. The extraterrestrials look like a combination of a mop, <laughs> maybe cro- maybe crossed with a porcupine. Well, you said something crossed about a, with the thing. You said something about a cactus attacking yeah, somebody. Oh, that's exactly and, what it, it looked exactly like a Sorroyo cactus. And I think I laughed for like ten minutes today. <laughs> look, he's being attacked by a Sorroyo cactus. Well, this yeah. was the promising is that John Goodman in it, and it had a, I mean, an interesting trailer. For sure. Yeah. But, but I um, do nothing about it other than... Nothing. Not, okay, people. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this film was... What was it? It was eight hours long? How long it, was it? It felt like it was eight hours it, long. It was eight hours long. Um, and you were waiting for something to happen. And you were waiting for something to happen. And Kurt... <laughs> I know. I was... Yeah, Kurt this is didn't crazy. make it. Kurt, Kurt, there was, there was a... There was a a little plot point, which we major were waiting plot for. Point. There's a major plot point, maybe about, I'm going to say, five minutes before the end. <laughs> right. you know? yeah. and, and, and I'd hung in there. And he hung in to that point. Until that point. And then all of a sudden I heard what sounded like a baby <laughs> crying. And I, and I was like, what's, is that part of the script? Because it didn't seem like there was a baby crying anywhere. <laughs> I saw no baby, so I didn't know why one would be crying. And I look over, and Kurt is asleep. And when he snores, it sounds like a baby. <laughs> That's my three stooges snore. Yeah, it's it a, was. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, then there was the plot point that made... And then I, I think I woke up right after... The, it was all wrapped up but, basically but i am saying right now that um but the thing i'm not sad that i missed it that's what yeah, i gotta say no you know what if i don't and know you, how you, I, wrapped, you filled me in and i was like okay okay eh, yeah, whatever yeah, that's exactly what it was it was i feel uh, really okay. refreshed right now i feel like yeah. i can take out a run a marathon now <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, well, this is because you had a nap, a nice, refreshing nap in the middle of the film that we're supposed to review. That's <laughs> well, I can tell you what I saw. I thought it was really boring. It was and, uh, boring. Oh, it was just watching God. different characters run and do and just run through the streets. And it was, you know, here was the thing. It was running, but it was running in really dreary landscape that um, uh, looked like a, a, a low-rent it looked like a low rent Scandinavian mm-hmm. film about the devil. Yeah, 
Yeah. It, it, and it just kept going on and on and on. And it there had was that THX one one three eight kind of feel. Right, to it. exactly. But I didn't enjoy it as much as THX. Yeah, no, it just it went on forever. And it had and, that um, really hypnotic music and the the movement. That's what made me fall well, asleep. You see, probably. And there was a weird thing about it. It had music to it that kept making Building you up. thinking that yeah. it was gonna. It, the music built up and built up and built up and built up. And then it just kind of fizzled. <laughs> yeah, and then it would fizzle away. And nothing would happen but the music. And then after a while, I realized that the only thing that was happening in this music, in this film was the music. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and it went on and on that way. Um, there was a subplot in, in there that, you know, had to do with uh, things that, you know, you just didn't care about. I mean, there was a, there was supposed to be an explosion, but we didn't see it. You know, it was very brief and right, and uh, and, and like I say, you know, you never saw the the, the go the, down in the elevator, right? And the evil. Well, you see, that was that was the big explosion. We saw the other yeah. explosion, which was that little bit of fire in the tunnel. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, and uh, you know, with the uh, with the monsters um, looking like a and uh, sort of like a computer generated Soroyo cactus. Um, I gotta say though, the opening was pretty freaking awesome, where the windshield blew up, and the thing happened. When the what? You know, when the, oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was an awesome way to open well, the movie. Well, I was like, oh okay, this, right. I have this promise. This is gonna now. be moving. This right. is gonna be yeah, this is, blah, blah, blah. How are the rock? Going I feel like it was gonna be like a Cloverfield the, movie. The rock going across the ocean. <laughs> oh god, that was that was awful. <laughs> it literally looked like a rock just went. And then it goes up. And that's so the, it. Yeah, the spaceship. It was. Yeah, pretty. it was. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. K and uh, B did the did some of the practical effects, but I, I I thought all the effects looked primarily like they were uh, uh, CGI. Um. So I, the, it was yeah. it was curious to me, you know, who. Uh, uh, who made the Soroyo cactus? Wait, there was another creature, the creature that was in the bus. <laughs> well, I think that he was you wearing didn't a space see suit. because you were asleep. Oh, he was that, wearing a spacesuit. Yeah, I was, saw that. Yeah, it was yeah. a spacesuit. I was yeah. like this at that point. I yeah. was watching it with one eye. <laughs> no, but no, actually, I kind of liked the suits that uh, they were wearing on the yeah. buses when they were going through the crowd and yeah. grabbing people. Yeah, I mean, and so and and um, kind of like a halo yeah. type of outfit. So you know what you know what this was all about. It was about resistance, right? You know, resist, resist. Um, eh. Resistance is futile. Yeah, resistance. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Well, see, I, you and I actually, we well, no, maybe not. You're kind of, you're kind of a baby boomer, aren't you? Technically. Resist, resist, resist. I was saying, I was thinking you were like uh, the generation that would, you know, resist. Resist, yeah. Anarchy. Well, I am. Take I, on the man. Yeah. That type of thing. Hello. And I, I am. I, you know, I, I mean, that's. My generation yeah. definitely challenges authority. <clears throat> Your generation doesn't care. But, you know, we, no, we would do it in a lackadaisical way. Yes, like, that's right. This, ah, yeah, do that. Yeah, Whatever, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But so this was Which directed by a guy. Are you exactly? Generation X. Oh, you're X. Yeah. Oh, okay. This so, was directed by a guy who did a a series I actually liked, The Exorcist, on the TV series. Oh, was, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh no, he produced that. 
Uh, let's see. The Exorcist of the Gambler. I can see directed one episode. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which was horrible. Oh, okay. yeah. The Escapist, uh, Subterranean. Uh, yeah, well... Um, and you recognize the guy on this that I recognize from Walking Dead. Yeah. Nicotero. Yeah, Greg Nicotero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Greg was uh, w- one of the main um, producers of uh, The Walking Dead, and uh, basically... He he's uh, one of the members of K and K and B. Well, he's still isn't he directing some of the episodes still on Walking Dead? I don't know. I mean, I haven't actually watched it for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I you know after the second year of the the Walking Dead, after the girl walked out of the barn, I was done. <laughs> I was that was it. And I said, oh, that's good. That's because I'll give two. I I will give two years to anything. I'm trying to realize when I. I bailed on it when that Lion King guy came out on, and uh, right after that, really, there was a really violent episode with Negan, and I just said, I can't, I just, I'm done with this, and whatever. I just, well, you know, I, I just, I, I give everything two years, and if, if it doesn't totally grab me, yeah, I just don't care, you know. That's reasonable. I mean, two years is, uh, well, actually, I've well, noticed see, a lot me, of series that I like, they usually start sucking in the third well, season. Well, see, the thing is, is this, is, is if, first of all, uh, I I think that in general there are about two years worth of stories before you recycle them. Okay. Yeah. The other thing is is this. Unless is it's three's company. There is always. Oh, <laughs> shut up. There was there wasn't a story of that. <laughs> well, the, the the other the other thing is that um there is the uh, monetary curse at three years. At, at the third year, they they usually balance the books at two years. Right. Um, hmm. uh, and then the company, the production company wants to then start making some money. And so you'll find that in the third year, the, the writers aren't as good. The stories aren't as complex. Uh, there's a lot more bottle shows. There's a lot. Um, th- there's a lot of shooting on the stage and, and not going out at all. Uh fewer complicated shots i mean you know it's 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 you start to you know you go formula yeah. after two years huh. everybody does and it, and it's it's just the nature of you, you know you always hear about like the big producer the big guy who started like aaron sorkin or something you know it's a, between two and four years they always walk off they hmm. they walk off and they let the series go on with you know uh go on with who whoever's left standing <laughs> bob from accounting <laughs> for instance well there's some series that that do better though that i've been surprised by oh yeah like well walking dead was one i, I liked it for more than two seasons for sure but that was just my opinion yeah i, I just mean, get bored I, 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 get I really like breaking of, bad that see, was a kick-ass show that's true and that whole thing you know but but, but i have to tell you there's also there's a difference. There's a difference when you understand the mechanics of a show. Uh, a show will the, the mechanics always tell. You know, mm. at a certain point after two years, you, you you usually see the mechanics repeating themselves, and, and that's the point where you can tell from then on what a show is going to do. Um, my it's like Law and Order has been doing it for what twenty years. Yeah, Law and Law and Order is a perfect. <laughs> it's a example. formula. But yeah, totally. Let me tell you how how much of a formula it is. On Law and Order, the guy that you just barely see 
within the first 10 minutes that <laughs> that is a that is a somebody you recognize that's the guy that did it right. they won't even have him come back on until until, like, until you know yeah. the last 10 minutes at the end but he's the guy that did it he's the guy that's running the hot dog stand out front <laughs> you know when the detectives are walking by and the and they say well what about this guy he was a witness oh i don't know officer i and that's the guy you know because you're not going to see him again and it's like all of a sudden you're going to get 50 minutes in, and somebody and one the cop will go, "Well, wait a minute." And it's somebody like Clint Howard, that, yeah. you know, <laughs> somebody exactly, yeah. somebody recognizable, not a big star, not an enormous star, but you know, um, <laughs> and and you know what? Here's the weird thing about it is, it, it, and this is back in the day, uh, people that worked on commercials and and and. Uh, that the uh, commercials and the guys who came in for the single day on stuff were like a guest star or you know uh, there there are all kinds of formulas as to what you're called Mm -hmm. you know where your credit is and and like how much they're going to pay you but here's the thing it's a lot less than you think Um, go ahead and guess that if you had a guy that came on as a guest star uh, on a weekly something or other, you know, like... Uh, am uh, I in the 80s or am I in current day? Current day. Okay. Current day. <laughs> what, what, what do you think? What, what do you think they get paid for that, <sighs> that the, maybe two or three days that they're going to work on that? A thousand bucks. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, now, now you're just trying to piss me off. <laughs> I am. No, it's it's about no. 60, it's about sixty five hundred. Okay, I, I was actually lowballing by far. Yeah, I know, I know you were, and you were just trying to make me look bad. I mean, I would take a thousand dollars to work for two days. <laughs> yeah, but that's well, just me. Yeah, but you know, it, it it used to be it used to be in the eighties even that you know if you got a speaking role if you if you spoke it was about six hundred and fifty dollars hmm. if a day if you said anything. Right, not if you were a guest star, not not if you were the guy that came up. Would you like a muffin, sir? That guy got six hundred and fifty dollars in the eighties, right? Wow. And now it's now it's like a quarter of that. You know, uh, unions are just losing power everywhere. Well, TV wasn't it? I mean, TV was a lot bigger in the eighties, and like guest stars. Well, that that was a thing in the eighties. Well, I don't know if you, it really you, is anymore. Well, it was more concentrated money. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is there's an awful lot more stuff. Filming now. Well, I'm thinking of like shows that like Love Boat, Fantasy Island, where they yeah, had nothing right. but guest stars. Well, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but 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 you see, the thing is, is it is it was concentrated because you only had so many channels, and so many actors that were rotated through them, right? And and, and yeah, because if you watched a lot of the exactly. shows from the '80s, you saw the same people <laughs> rotate through them. Well, you see, and another problem is this: is is the actor guild, the actors uh, guild, the uh, SAG Screen Actors Guild, has always had this problem that it's um, most of the people. I mean, the vast majority, and I'm not kidding. Like maybe 95 percent of the people that are in SAG um, don't make squat from sag they you know they're probably at less than five thousand dollars a year Hmm. by far less than five thousand dollars a year and primarily most of their money is coming from denny's corporation (laughs) (laughs) and yet they it's sort of like 
it's sort of like um, dumb Republicanism. <laughs> um, the, the Republicans uh, keep uh, getting into the House of uh, uh, Representatives uh, with with this vast middle of America kind of group groups of people in these little communities and stuff. Um, you know, just barely enough uh, brain cells to to you know tie together it's it's sort of like i I mean really they get to the voting booth and they almost have to pass the brain cell from one to the other in order to vote (laughs) and they vote very 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 conservative and get together and and then the senate is more statewide and it has a tendency to elect people who are uh actually uh can think a little bit you know but but that's that's what happens here is you have all these dumb people that are um you know uh working at denny's and uh and you have like uh the five percent stars and when they strike (laughs) nothing good ever comes from it it's 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 negotiating nightmare Uh, so um wow sort of uh that makes sense yeah are you gonna cut out all the political stuff that i just did i don't know yeah don't it was fun it was fun (laughs) I don't know if I see. I, I'm I'm in the clear because you couldn't hear whether I was shaking my head yes or no. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Play neutral around me, will you, baby? <laughs> so that was actually the best non-review we've done for a long time. Yeah, it is. Is there anything you liked about about that film? Whatever that movie was called. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> Come on, now you got it. Cap- captive State. Captive State. It was confusing. Was there, so I was a Captain Marvel, and right next to it was Captive State. It they was ugly. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see. It was ugly looking. Um, it um, was confusing. <laughs> it was very confusing. Um, it was slow paced. It was slow paced. Um, music was very but disturbing. It, it was slow play- paced, but at least nothing happened. Well, the music was it, confusing, and music, it didn't make any and sense. And the music was, the musical cues, it was build, 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 and then, bleh, and then build, 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 Acting build, was good. Blah. Acting was, yeah, the acting Goodman was okay. John did a great job, I thought, but. Yeah, they they did, but you know, you, you know the thing is, is, uh, you know how that thing goes, is uh, I, I, I would, I would um, actually watch John Goodman uh, just read out of a phone book, but I feel like I just did. <laughs> Pretty much. But, but for two hours? You, come on, for two hours? <laughs> and the movie was so bad that he had to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah he actually had to do something. <laughs> he had to walk around and look angry and grumpy. <laughs> I need somebody to feed me. <laughs> yeah, his, his new look is... Uh... You know, yeah. I, I got used to disturbing. seeing him in the Roseanne I, I, show and stuff. Where he yeah, was, uh, me too. I, yeah. Did yeah. you see the new Roseanne show where they try, where they well before Roseanne ha- had the problem? Yeah, uh, <laughs> had the problem. The problem. <laughs> well, he just looked so skinny; it was like distracting. Yeah. So, well, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't do Roseanne. Yeah, I just I tried to watch the reboot. I've worked with now. I have worked with her. I know you did the behind the scenes, right? The yeah. I think you told me about that. Yeah, I've worked with Roseanne before, and 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 she's kind of a she's kind of fun, kind of a nutbag, and (laughs) and and you know, kind of kind of squirrely. Story time. Story time. Story time with Mick. 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 Story time. Uh, 
Yeah, I. She's not bad to like to like work with, but she really uh, has uh, kind of a, an edge to her that she specifically wants specific things. Well, she's a comedian. So yeah, she has comedian. that kind of sense of humor, right? That yeah. edgy kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, no. She's she's a very very edgy she's person. Funny. Yeah, I think she's. Great. I I never. I'll I'll honestly say that you know in working with her, um. It was supposed to be her big comeback mm-hmm. and all that. That uh, she was not nearly as obnoxious or politically opinionated or or strange to people uh, ar- around. Hmm. Um, the The situation of the show was weird. It was really weird <laughs> because you know here here we were we were all the people in the background and they were making a film they were literally making a TV show about the making of the TV show that ran <laughs> that was supposed to be now this was this was the big thing is it was going to be the new Roseanne show and then there was going to be a half an hour that was supposed to be an hour show and it was kind of a um, talk show. And after her talk show for an hour, then she would be back on and there would be a half an hour show about the making of the one hour show. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was um, it was really weird because the thing about it is that, that you learned was that um, nobody can shut up in front of a camera and and so we would be working on the set. I would be designing, and, and we would we would be building out the set, and 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 we would be on the stage, and the set would be getting bigger and bigger and bigger because people would stand in front of the set, and there would be producers and 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 the director, and you know all these people associated with the, would would go in and do what they normally do is they just stand there and then they mumble to each other and then they go away. I mean, that's, that's the way that it's done. Right. But, but what these guys did is, is when you put a camera in front of these dorks, when you put a camera in front of them, (laughs) is that my notes for the next? Oh, that's great. Okay. Is it the next Uh, one? No, it's not. I think that's that one. No. Uh, when you put a camera in front of somebody, they have to say something, right. and when they say something, invariably it's like it's like they'll make a change to the set, which is you know that's really distressing because you know like every two days they'd come out of the set, they'd come out and like, <laughs> and the camera would be right there, and they and and they're supposed to just stand and then walk away because they don't know they're idiots, right? <laughs> but but no, the thing is, is they can't because all of a sudden a camera swings in front of them. And they have to say, hey, Bob, um, don't you think that that corner over there should be blue? And then they have a long discussion about uh, that. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, they would go away and 20 minutes later, you know, go, you know, we really, uh, you know, Mick, come on up to the office. Uh, Mick, you know, why wasn't that blue in the first place? Well, it was because it was another color and and we all agreed on that then well they're not really you know um um phil over there he really thinks that that should be blue okay okay great 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 and, and he's on camera saying that so uh you know you, you really got so then we go down and we would paint that blue and then, and then two days later bob would be on wow you know uh, i don't know why i got painted blue um and it just went and 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 Here's how bad it got. Literally, the stage that we started out was this little tiny, you know, 
Right. The little tiny, the budget was low and the stage was small and 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 we expanded this this set just like you know oh well we need a wall over here uh, I, well we should build this we can build that and, and and then the set is too big for that stage <laughs> we can't get the people in right and so we moved to another stage so then we went to then we went that and we went through the same exact process I mean you could see it coming from. 10 miles away i mean you're just like oh my god i just know this is gonna just keep on going and it did i mean we kept building and building and building and building and then they were like oh well you know what uh obviously we don't have room for a for a uh for an audience anymore so uh we're gonna go to uh the abc lot so then we go to the abc lot and we get like the the second biggest audience stage that they have and and man I, i'm telling you if the if it hadn't that that they assigned a date to it, right. you know. I mean, if it hadn't been that we were working up to that date, I swear that we would have built it over the whole hill, <laughs> over all the Hollywood Hills. It would be that big by that point if they kept filming these guys standing in front of it. And uh, and, and it was only by virtue of the fact that um, eventually they just said, well, we have to film the thing. And I go, well, uh, trust me when I say I wasn't stopping you. <laughs> right. <laughs> All you have, all you guys have to do is shut up for ten minutes, and we could actually film this son of a bitch. But um, I I have a friend who uh, was one of the carpenters, and he's, he 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 kind of like I dragged him from school, right? You know, and he's sit, standing back, you know. Uh, and the next thing you know, he said he says I'm standing by the doorway there, and um, and he's actually. I guess the one that has to open the door and close the door. He says, so he's standing back there. He says, all of a sudden, um, behind him, there's this enormous burp. <laughs> right. And and he, and he doesn't even look beside, behind him as he goes, wow, wow, that was a good one, right? And Roseanne goes, yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and then he opened the door and in she went. <laughs> So, um, wow. what was the name of the film that we were watching again? <laughs> Captain Marvel? No, Cap no, 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 Captain, Captain State. State, right? No, Captive Captain, State, so, not Captain, Captain State. Captive, Captive, Captive State. So, what State. did you uh, think of Captive State? I mean, numerically speaking, <laughs> uh, one point nine, probably. I give it some credit for something. Really? I don't know what I'm giving credit for. The. Uh, camera movement was interesting there you go sure i'll give it something none of it was interesting to me <laughs> absolutely none i'm I under just, a two I i'm definitely under a two i just, I, just I don't know where care. to put it i i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a one wow. i was yeah. so pathetic about it you know and, and and it's funny that they have this one um still shot mm -hmm. that they yeah, built it's amazing that, that they IMDb. built for her. yeah i was waiting for that yeah <laughs> And that doesn't exist in here. And then the best scene was the opening scene, and then it oh, went, yeah. was downhill from there. Yeah. That's, that's probably it. why I give it a 1.9, just for that one scene. I give it like. You just really like the motorboating rock. Yeah. That was funny. Tied on a string. That rock was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It literally looked like somebody was just pulling pulling something on a string across there. It's like, it was like a Monty I, Python type look. It was. Like, yeah. it, had, it had that Terry Gillum kind of. <laughs> I was waiting for the weird music to start. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. 
that's I I don't know where I am, but I think I have yeah. not, I've said enough. It's... <laughs> well, I think you're right. I think I have said enough. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play, we're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and of course, Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. <laughs>